Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome to NFL Live presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. What could be better than a doubleheader Monday Night Football in Week 2? Another one in Week 3. We start down in glorious Tampa, Florida tonight. That's the early game. The defending NFC champ, Philadelphia Eagles, head down to Tampa Bay to play the Buccaneers. 2-0 teams. And then a Super Bowl rematch from just two seasons ago being played in Cincinnati. Los Angeles Rams travel to take on the Bengals. Of course, big question is, will Joe Burrow play? Look at Cincinnati. Looks it looks beautiful, doesn't it? Let's get started here as we always do on a Monday with our Sunday standouts. RC, you're up first. Who you got? I'm going to start with C.J. Stroud. Right now, it's looking mm. like C.J. Stroud will be the best quarterback of this class. Mm-hmm. You saw the boys going on the road and taking the Houston Texans to a win over the Jacksonville Jaguars, who are favored to win the AFC South. He became just the third player to accumulate over 900 yards in his first three starts along with Cam Newton and also who's the other guy help me out I forgot it was Cam Newton Andrew Luck, Andrew Luck. Andrew Luck. that's it there it is TJ Stroud <laughs> I'm going Miles Garrett. Have you ever heard of him? Yeah. Ryan Tannehill has three and a half sacks <laughs> on the day. Beating people around the edge. Tackles for loss. Miles Garrett is now starting to assert himself in this uh, this Browns defense, and they need it mm. because this has really been the Achilles heel of this football team. They don't look like that any longer. 95 is making plays. The Bills defense dominated a Washington passing attack that had looked pretty good through the first two weeks of the season. Not so on Sunday. They pressured Sam Howell on nearly 70% of dropbacks, which is insane. Some of that credit goes to the coverage, which was excellent, but this four-man rush without Von Miller has looked good. Imagine how scary they'll be when Von comes back. Mm, that's a scary thought right there. Other than this LSU duo to my left, Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift. That's right, the most dynamic duo on the planet right now is Kelsey. Found the end zone with Taylor Swift in attendance, sitting in his box, and the Chiefs get a big win. And who better than Bill Belichick to comment on the latest catch from Travis Kelsey? Well, I would say that Travis Kelsey's had a lot of big catches in his career. <laughs> this would be the biggest. Uh, well said right there by Bill Belichick. And with that, we say welcome into NFL Live. You've already heard their voices. Look it's so good to be here. Face be clean, back to back man. I know last week I, I saw you guys. I didn't Texture. have a tie on. I said, you know something? I got to bring it this yeah, week. Man. Brian Clark, Marcus Beers. Hey, MK. worth introducing them. And, of course, <laughs> me and Kyle's, we're going to have plenty from Adam Schefter throughout the show as well. But we're going to get right to the action from a busy week three. Swaggoo earmuffs for the next two oh, and a half, God. three minutes. Cardinals, Cowboys, mm. Jonathan Gannon, his team winless, and a big underdog playing at home. How about Rondale Moore, though? This guy runs like Ryan Clark back in the day right there. Mm. Boy, you's a liar. Ryan Clark ain't never been that fast. <laughs> and I know that the Dallas Cowboys wish it was me instead of Rondale Moore. Hey, yeah. Cardinals up 15-3 after that. Here's Dak Prescott getting things going a little bit for the Cowboys' offense with Rico Dowdell. Backup running back finds the end on a screen right there. Things are looking a little Play bit well. University of, of South Carolina's no fine. No doubt. They were down 21-10 at the half, though. Let's go to the fourth quarter, and Dak Prescott throws a fade into the end zone. CeeDee Lamb can't quite make the catch. No flag on the play. Lamb very upset with that no call, as you can see right there. Cowboys still down by five. How about this, though? 
Josh Dobbs, playing pretty well so far this season, finds Hollywood Brown for a touchdown. Ooh. Cardinals go up 28-16, to and then last gasp for the Cowboys. Prescott drops back, throws it into the end zone, picked off by Kaiser White. Here's Dak after the big upset for his team. Y'all put us on top of the world. Um, we knew we know who we are, um, and, and in that same sense, I'm sure the media got what they wanted. It sucks. It's humbling. Um, but to say it's a wake-up call, we, we knew we had a lot of adversity, and we just didn't get it done. All right, well, say what you want about Dak and the offense. It was the defense that really struggled on Sunday. After an historic start this season, they allowed 28 points, 18 more than they allowed in their first two games combined. The Dallas D had zero takeaways against Arizona after having seven in the first two weeks, and their third down conversion rate and pressure rate was much, much worse. Mina, I'll start with you. What happened to that Dallas defense yesterday? They got bullied. Uh, I was thinking about that clip before the season of Jonathan Gannon saying he wanted players with fire in their guts, and everyone, <laughs> myself included, kind of made fun of him. But when I was watching them, I was like, dang. The Arizona Cardinals have fire in their guts. He was yes. right uh, because they dominated Dallas at the point of attack. I mean, they averaged over seven yards per carry, and a good chunk of that came with the lead. Dallas was stacking the box against them on the ground, and they were still ripping off successful runs. What struck me, too, is they were winning at all three levels. Dallas defensive line was getting pushed around. The linebackers were taking bad angles. The DBs were missing tackles. This is not just because they were missing Trevon Diggs. This was a team-wide failure on defense, and it's something they're going to have to get figured out. Yeah, that run game, to your point, MK, had nothing to do with Trayvon Diggs. It had everything to do with the front seven. Mm. Listen, this, this is this is Dallas. <laughs> like, I know everybody, like, worries about me. I'm always honest when it comes to – this is who they are. Yeah. They're an immature <laughs> football team. Like, this is yeah. – we have this – Every year that I've been in the NFL, covering the NFL, yeah. Dallas has done this right. every single year. It's not that this team mm. is not good. And I said it before the season, RC. Dallas will get in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. They'll get in the playoffs. They'll play way better than they played against Arizona. Yeah. I'm counting the moments for Dak Prescott. Right now, he 0-1. And that's what the Dallas Cowboys seasons have come down to. Like, are you going to be able to overcome things when we are lacking? We lack three offensive coordinators. Defensively, we we can't stop the run. We're not taking the football away. And then here you are. This is the moment. This is what everybody is waiting on Dak Prescott to do. Are we all in agreement that Dak Prescott is a good quarterback? Yes. Do we all know that Dak can play at a high level at times and make you think, oh, my goodness, like he's one of the top guys? Yes. The moment is when Dak fell, and he's 0-1 in the 2023 season. Well, he's definitely definitely 0-1, but also you got to think that run game issues or teams attempting to run the ball on the Dallas Cowboys and also the red zone issues, those things aren't going away. And so if you want to be better, if you want to compete with the Philadelphia Eagles and the San Francisco 49ers, this is something you have to address. Oh, let me think about this. Is there another team in the NFC with a great run game and a quarterback that can move around? Hell yeah, the Philadelphia Mm -hmm. Eagles. Is there another team that can come at you in waves in the run game and show physicality, run after the catch? Hell yeah, they're the San Francisco 49ers. Mm -hmm. And if you have all of those things and now you're the Dallas Cowboys, how do you respond? Along with Marcus saying that Dak Prescott is 0-1, this team is 0-1. When things aren't going our way, can we turn Turn it around. They didn't in this game on Sunday. Can you do it going forward against the New England Patriots and the next week, San Francisco 49ers? They follow the formula of allowing an inferior team to stay in a game. Start it slow. Mm-hmm. 
Lost the turnover, turnover battle. 16 penalties yesterday yep. for the Cowboys. Yeah. That's their yep. second most in the game Ooh. with Mike McCarthy as their head coach. A lot took place yesterday. A lot more taking place today. So let's get to our top stories with Adam Schefter. Shefty, what can you tell us about Derek Carr and his shoulder injury? Well, Field, first of all, I want to commend Ryan Clark on his second outfit change of the day. Outstanding. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, really impressive so far. Hey, he breaks all the news. <laughs> Two outfits. Excellent. We'll see if he has a third in line tonight for Monday Night Countdown. As for Derek car he's got a sprained ac joint mm-hmm. the saints now consider him week to week they're not ready to rule him out for sunday's game against the buccaneers just yet this is going to be a pain tolerance issue if he can tolerate the pain he'll be out there if he can't he won't Eesh. but the saints feel relieved that it was not as bad as they feared when he left the field yesterday in green bay jimmy garoppolo now in concussion protocol for the las vegas mm. raiders and there mm. has not been a player this year who's been placed in protocol one week and played the next week. And that would mean that Jimmy Garoppolo is in danger of missing the Raiders' next game against the Los Angeles Chargers. As for the Chargers, Mike Williams suffered a torn ACL on this play. Mm. He's such a big target. It'll be such a big loss for the Chargers. They'll have to turn to Joshua Palmer, their first-round draft pick, Quinton Johnson, to step in and try to make up for the loss of a huge target and someone that Justin Herbert loved throwing the football to. Mike Williams out for the year, and he is expected to return for training camp next year. You just hate to see that for a player who has battled injuries throughout his career, Shefty. Uh, More from Shefty, including a Joe Burrow update a little bit later on in the show. But, Mina, that's devastating news (laughs) for the Chargers. How much does this change what they do offensively? Yeah, this is a huge deal, not just because Mike Williams, great contested catch guy, downfield threat, he's got the size and speed, but his presence on the field creates opening for other players like Keenan Allen, who can get one-on-ones because of the gravity he creates. He moves around the formation. They have him aligned in the slot and outside, uh, as you see here, catching a pass from Allen. So, uh, Shefty mentioned Quentin Johnson, their first-round draft pick out of TCU. One would think he's going to have to take a bigger role, even if he's not the number two wide receiver. Immediately, that would probably be Joshua Palmer. So far through three games, he only has five catches off of eight targets. And what really jumps out is they aren't using him downfield. Mm. His average at the target is only seven yards. That, to me, has to change. Not only do you want to get yards after the catch from him, which is his strong suit, you also want him using that blazing speed to create space for other players. Yeah, and it was notable, at least to me, that after the injury to Mike Williams yesterday, Josh Palmer ran nine routes on nine dropbacks. Yeah. Quinton Johnson just three in those nine opportunities. Perhaps that role grows a lot mm-hmm. in a hurry because they need him. Let's get to the game. The Chargers looking for their first win of the season against the Vikings. Same boat, 0-2. And, and how about Justin Palmer? We just talked to uh, Justin Herbert and Jordan Palmer. Wow, Josh Palmer. I'm making all sorts of names up right now. There's a lot of Palmers, though, baby. A lot of Palmers. And look at that. Palmer is my baby's name. I love to see it, literally. She just turned three months yesterday. Happy National Daughters Day, babe. Uh, How about this catch by Joshua Palmer? Mm -hmm. Great last name right there. Chargers go up 28-24. We we went right to the action here. And then fourth and two, fourth and one for their own 19. Up by four points, Brandon Staley decides to go for it. We'll talk about this plenty. On this play, though, Joshua Kelly gets stuffed by the Vikings' defense. They take over on downs. First and goal as the Vikings move the football down the field after not spiking the ball. It takes some time. They get rushed. They get to the snap. And all of a sudden, Kirk Cousins is picked off in the end zone by Kenneth Murray Jr. They win. The, the Chargers do 28-24. The two of you are going to bite your lips here. For, bite your tongue for just one second. Um, the win, of course, was huge for the Chargers. 
perhaps save their season. But you have an issue with Brandon Celia deciding to go for it on fourth down from his own 19-yard line up by four late in the game. Tell me why. The, the look of despair. I know. The uh, two of you right now feel it, so disappointed. Not it, even mad, just disappointed. I'll say, it th- I'll say it this way. Like, I don't know if it was analytics. I don't know. He, he, he obviously conjured up some thought in his brain that this was the right decision to make, which was the absolute wrong decision. And I'm going to take it beyond coaching because this was coaching malpractice by him and Kevin O'Connell. Thank God for Kevin O'Connell. I don't know if Staley would have made it the rest of the week. As a defensive player, coach, they don't have any timeout. We're winning by four. Can we try to make them go at least 80? <laughs> like, RC, I, th- that's my, I'm, it's as simple as they that, bro. They need a tutty, too. They, they need, need a toe. touchdown. Yeah. And you are going to put us at the 19-yard line with them going in with Justin Jefferson on their football team. And, and look, kudos to the Chargers defense for yeah. coming through in that moment. But as a defensive guy, yesterday I'm watching the game and I'm thinking to myself, this man that lost his damn mind, bro. And I don't know what it is. I don't know if Brandon Staley just has impulse problems when it comes to fourth downs or what. <laughs> it was a horrible situation to put your guys in as opposed to giving them a, an advantage mm. to win the game. Well, of course he's lost his mind. It's 27-0 comeback by the Jacksonville Jaguars. You lose the first two games because you don't finish at the end. But oops, Kurt did it again. <laughs> it don't matter. Brandon Stanley, you talking about thank you to Kevin O'Connell. Oh. No, he knew that Kirk Cousins was on the other side. You hear, you see the play, K.J. Osborne. It's a double move. He's wide open. Kirk Cousins misses him. He has an opportunity in the end zone to get the football to Jordan Addison. He's late on the throw. That play is broken up. And now, instead of spiking the ball, giving your team an opportunity to take a breath, having three downs to make a play, you force the ball into T.J. Hawkinson. This is, I get it, you can't hear, you don't know what's going on. Last I checked, he's not Bryce Young. He's not Anthony Richardson. He's not C.J. Stroud. You have been in this position before. And before the season, I said, I expect the Minnesota Vikings to take the largest step back. This is why. Not just because of Kirk Cousins. When you win as many one-score games Mm -hmm. as they did last year, you eventually fall back to the crowd. The luck has run out. So you think in some ways that a quarterback should be able to make that call on the field. I don't care if the coach is telling me Spike or not get up there and cause wouldn't you rather well, three patient cracks at it Field. One rush. Field. We, we we can't give all the greatest quarterbacks all of the applause for being another coach on the field yeah. and then not take yep. away from a veteran yep. that doesn't do the same. Yeah. Well, a huge win for the Los Angeles Chargers. One that is certainly going to be discussed much Herbid because the decision making ended up uh, it didn't hurt them in the game. I should Herbid say. Coming up here on NFL Live, we have lots more to come. That includes Adam Schefter's latest on Joe Burrow for his status tonight against the Rams in that Super Bowl matchup rematch. Plus, Jordan Love in the past. Packers were down 17 points. It's no matter. They came back for a huge victory in his first start at Lambeau Field. Here why Marcus was impressed by oh Jordan Love's God. poise and athleticism. Ooh, be fun. NFL Live is presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details.
This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Each week, NFL Live helps the NFL shine a spotlight on the high school coach of the week. This week, we honor Coach Chris Stewart of Madeira High in Cincinnati. All right, Coach. He's been coaching for 23 years, and how about this? He has led his squad to five consecutive playoff appearances in addition to his on-field success. Coach Stewart's program has adopted the motto off the field of get stuff done. Show up, no excuses, attack challenges, and have a positive attitude every day. Great stuff there for Coach. Let's get Shefty back in the mix here. And Adam, some news involving the Rams and Bengals game tonight. What do we know about Joe Burrow's status? Field still nothing official from the Bengals, but I think the Rams have been preparing to play against Joe Burrow, and Joe Burrow wants to be out there and is pushing to be out there. And my understanding is, is that the Bengals are leaving it to him to go through pregame warm-ups to see how he feels, to then make a decision. But if they're going to leave that decision to him, well, he wants to play. So mm. that, I think, is the way that it seems to be moving right now. But let's see how he feels during pregame warm-ups. If he can't go, Jake Browning would be the new starter for the Cincinnati Bengals. He has yet to throw a pass in an NFL game. And earlier today, the Bengals also moved up Reed Sinnett from the practice squad to have an extra quarterback for tonight's game as well. He would back up Browning if Burrow were unable to go. There are questions about Puka Nakua, but Sean McVay, the Rams head coach, said that Nakua is expected to play tonight despite being limited to practice and being listed as questionable due to an oblique injury. Didn't practice Thursday, limited Friday and Saturday. But in the words of Sean McVay, Nakua is expected to be out there tonight for the Los Angeles Rams. Fantasy managers exhale right yeah. now. Great stuff there from Shefty. And, of course, Shefty, along with Marcus and RC, are going to be a Monday Night Countdown with Scott Van Pelt. Special start time tonight at 5 p.m., immediately following us here on NFL Live. Let's get back to the action. Let's go to Sunday night football. Steelers, Raiders, one and one team each coming into the game. Early in the game, excuse me, late in the game, Jimmy Garoppolo finds Devontae Adams. He good. He's so good. He had 13 catches and two tutties last night. <laughs> one yard score, 23 to 15, following this two point conversion, which Jimmy G finds Michael Mayer, the rookie tight end from Notre Dame. And then here we go. Third and four, late in the game on the following drive, Jimmy G tries to find Jacoby Myers. No good. All right, so instead of going for it on fourth and four, the Raiders kick a field goal, 23-18, to cut the lead to just five points. They had their three timeouts, but Mina, what did you make of this decision from Raiders head coach Josh McDaniels? <laughs> I was so baffled by this in real time. I just kept checking the box score. I mean, like, maybe I don't have the right number of points in my head and they don't need a touchdown. So just to clarify, after the penalty and more clock drained off, the plan after kicking the field goal was we got to get a defensive stop, which I understand the reasoning there against the Steelers offense that hadn't moved the ball super well. But then you also have to drive the length of the field and score a touchdown after you just didn't have faith in your offense to get four yards to score a touchdown field. Logically, I just struggle with this one. I remain baffled by it. I don't understand it. Nothing he has said has clarified it for me. Yeah, well, Mina, you're not the only person who is baffled as the ESPN analytics model saw the decision 
as a big error. The Raiders had a 16% chance yeah. to win if they went for it on fourth and four, just a 10% chance when kicking the field goal. Let's take a look at how it ends. The Raiders do get the ball back, but with nothing more than desperation. 12 seconds to go. Jimmy Garoppolo tries to heave it up in the area of Devontae Adams. Levi Wallace instead picks it off. Game over right there. The Raiders follow fall to one and two. All right, let's get to the next game. It was really a good one for the first or last quarter, I should say. Packers yeah. down 17 to three in the fourth quarter. And how about this? Jordan Love for a one yard touchdown and a read option. You love to see that right there. Take a look at one more time. Give him a leg. Take yeah. it back. That the go. Yeah. And, Got him. All right. So, Mina, they decided to go for two here as they were down by eight this points yeah. at this point. Mm. It cuts the deficit to 17 to 11. Let's discuss this a little bit further, Mina. Down by 14, you score a touchdown, you go for two. Did you agree with this decision by Matt LaFleur? Yes, I loved it. So this is on the other end of the spectrum for me. It's something that is analytically sound, but we rarely see coaches do uh, in the NFL. So as you said, they were down eight after scoring the touchdown. You know you have to score another touchdown, obviously. You have two opportunities to go for two here. One then and then later on when you score a touchdown. If you make it, as Green Bay did, then you have a chance to win the game, which is what happened. If you miss it, second time around, you can go for two and tie it, which would have been the same outcome. So essentially what the Packers did was play the odds to give themselves the best opportunity to win. It was sound process with a great result, and I think Matt LaFleur, unlike Josh McDaniels, uh, gets a lot of credit from me for making what I feel was a very smart coaching decision. And Mina, historical data suggests that you have an over 50% chance of converting a two-point conversion. So if you get two of them, you are likely to succeed on at least one exactly. of them. All right, here's, here we go. We keep things rolling here. Jordan Love, third and three from about the eight-yard line, finds Romeo Dobbs' back shoulder throw. That's like Aaron Rodgers, Devontae Adams inspired That's right nice. there. The Packers kick the extra point. They go on to win the game. 18 to 17. RC, this is a big fourth quarter from Jordan Love. His first career start at Lambeau Field. What did you like from what you saw from him? Well, I think the biggest thing is, you know, this is your first start at Lambeau Field as the franchise guy. Yeah. And that everybody's going to be looking at you, thinking to themselves, okay, we no longer have Aaron Rodgers. What do we have? And you have a first half where the Saints were strapping on the back end. Yeah, and Jordan were. Love couldn't get anything going. 17-0 when Derek Carr gets injured. And then the fourth quarter started, started, and Jordan Love say, hey, man, forget everything that we know. We're yeah. going to go to work. Oh, I'm going to run the zone read. I'm going to read Cam Jordan, and then I'm going to shake Demario Davis. I'm going to throw the football back across my body on the two-point conversion because nice right I can. Yeah. And then when all else fails, I'll use my legs and push the football down the field. The crazy thing was this. We talked all the what time about how Aaron Rodgers didn't have any weapons, yeah. and he had nobody to throw the ball to. I'm looking at all of these young players realizing there's a lot of folks yeah. out there to throw the ball to and Jordan Love is getting and it. And that was him. without Christian Watson yep. as well who was the bun star. RC you make a great point about Jordan Love. The one thing that stood out to me was poise bro. Mm. He never panicked in this game and you know sometimes at home they go compare me to Aaron. Never. This throw right here, bro. Look at this. This is a this is a Y'all drunk, your bet. Great bro. catch, like, too. Like, great yeah, catch. I'm, I'm going to put it there. This is what the play calls for me to do. Great catch by Reed. And then we've seen it a couple times. But this back shoulder, this takes time. You have to put time on task to make these plays and make these throws. Bro, that throw is either going out of bounds or it's going to be corner dropped. It is not going to be intercepted. Yeah. Jordan Love in the fourth quarter yesterday looked like Brian Gutekunst made the greatest decision 
decision yeah. of any quarterback that we've seen drafted here recently right. outside of Patrick Mahomes because, one, the ability to wait, but also be ready when time came. Wait, by the way, not just Christian Watson out yesterday. No Aaron Jones. No Aaron Jones. Elton Jenkins, David Bakhtiari, two all-pro offensive linemen. Jair Alexander, all-pro cornerback. And that's a, Saints, that's a good Saints football that's team. That's gutsy right there yeah. from the Green Bay Packers, now improved to 2-1. and one. Hey, coming up here on NFL Live, Lamar Jackson and the Ravens suffered their first loss of the season yesterday to the Colts. RC will tell you why he's not hitting the, hitting the panic button just yet, though, in Baltimore. You're watching NFL Live, presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Welcome back to NFL Live, presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. Let's go to Baltimore for the game involving the team that currently plays in Baltimore, the Ravens, and the Where team that used that? to play in Baltimore, the Colts. That was Tampa right there. Looking beautiful, isn't it? Gardner Minshew filling in for Anthony Richardson. He remains the concussion protocol, at least as of right now. And Gardner come on, Minshew, come, come on, on now. Dan Orlovsky is preparing for the game tonight. I don't give a damn no way out, man. Come on now. Let's keep steps back out of hey, the guys, end zone. Dan was first. He was best. Yeah, he ran. Here you go. Here he is. Uh, Dan, of he, course, running out of the end zone. Here's Minshew on the play. First Jimmy, now Gardner. I'm off the hook. I'm off the hook. And that, of course, Dan <laughs> on the play there. All right, so uh, Lamar Jackson and the Ravens, overtime, tries to hit Zay Flowers, fourth and three. Of course, they turn the ball over, get it back to the Indianapolis Colts. Zach Moss had 30 carries yesterday. This dude's been good the past couple weeks. Boy, Zach Moss rock. did work He was doing yesterday. work, no doubt about that. All right, so 13 yards, and then how about this? Matt Gay, 53-yard attempt, wins the game. His fourth field goal, 50-plus yards yesterday, of course. Gardner Minshew ecstatic. But it was not a great day for Lamar Jackson as Mm-mm. the thrower yesterday. What went wrong for this offense yesterday, Swaggy? They still figuring it out, yep. right? Like, it's a, it's a lot still to be. And without Lamar, you probably lose that game by 30. So, let's keep this in context. <laughs> he was incredible right? as a runner, yeah. But, but, but here's the thing for Lamar, too. Lamar has this – 
He's been careless with the football, and I'm not mm-hmm. talking about interceptions. In the pocket. In the pocket. Mm-hmm. He's been losing a lot of fumbles, mm-hmm. and it's something that's starting to rear his head and cost his team's games. Mm-hmm. The, the coach went down and scored after that. And then the one, the one throw that I thought may have sealed his game for them when he had Zay Flowers on this slant, and he missed him. Um, that, that, that was – that was this. This wasn't. This wasn't the play. I'm sorry. This wasn't the play. It was a slant on third and six, mm. where Lamar like underthrew him or behind him. And if you pick up that first down, you in field goal range and you get to extend this drive. And and those are the ones for Lamar that you say. Make that throw. Mm, yeah. Don't be careless with it in the pocket and drop the football. Those are the type of things. But also, if you don't have him. Yeah. First thing, Todd Munkin, you don't have all the five stars and the other yeah. teams don't. This isn't before NIL when Georgia could cheat. And this ain't after NIL when Georgia got the most money. And then let's go to the other side of it. Lamar Jackson's got back to running, which I liked. Yes. Right? I really carries, like that. Yep. Marcus, you brought something to mind, though. You're talking about being careless in the pocket. He's a sitting duck there, and he's trying to wait, and he's trying to process. Stop that. Get out. Let's do something else. And if you're Todd Munkin, let's get Lamar Jackson on the move, not just the zone read, not just the called runs. Why can't you do some of the stuff we see in Miami, some of the stuff you see in San Francisco? Let's be more creative than now we're going to elevate this passing game to a traditional drop back. Yeah. Yeah, 14 carries for 101 yards yesterday for Lamar Jackson and two scores. He has led the team in rushing 32 times this, already in his career. It was supposed career. to be the end of that. Yeah. This offense was supposed to be the end of that, but don't never let it end. you got to kind of meet somewhere <laughs> in the <laughs> middle, right? real yeah. hard to tackle. Yeah, he is, no doubt. It. He has made some defenders look really silly as a runner. As has Jalen Hurts, who is making his way into the stadium in Tampa, part of our doubleheader. This is the early game of tonight's Monday Night Football doubleheader. Joe Buck, Troy Aikman, and, of course, Lisa Salter's on the call for this game. Lisa very kindly joins us now. And, Lisa, you can't really copyright a football play, but you can make one your trademark, and that's something the Eagles have certainly done. What can you tell us about the play call that Philly fans love about as much as a good cheesesteak? Yeah, Field, it's something to watch for in the game tonight to see if Jalen Hurts and the Eagles offense get a chance to keep their quarterback sneak streak alive. In short yardage situations, Philadelphia's push sneak, also known as the tush push, has been almost unstoppable. Going back to last November, Hertz has converted his last 14 consecutive runs on third and fourth down and one. And since the start of 2022, the Eagles have run the push sneak 30 times, more than twice as much as any other team. And of those 30 times, they've converted 28 of them for first downs and seven touchdowns, including two touchdowns in their last game. It's so effective because of how big Jalen Hurts is and the powerful line, offensive line that Philadelphia has, anchored by six-time Pro Bowl center Jason Kelsey. We asked Bucks head coach Todd Bowles if his defense had a strategy for attacking Philly's push sneak, and Bowles said that their surefire plan to stop it was, quote, don't get in it. He said keep them at third and three or more. And if it were only that easy. Yes, much easier said than done, Lisa. Enjoy the games. That looks like a beautiful night for football down there in Tampa, Florida. Let's stay on this game for a DraftKings Sportsbook same game parlay. And for that, we check in, of course, with Mina Kimes. All right, Mina, let's get things started here with Jalen Hurts. Over or under 40 and a half yards as a runner? 
I'm going under here, um, part because the Bucks' defense, very stout against the run, has held quarterbacks uh, carrying the football to the fifth lowest yards per carry, and that includes Justin Fields. Also, to my eye, Jalen Hurts doesn't look like he wants to run as much this season, so I'm going to stick with the under. Let's go to the other side of this one here, for Jalen Hurts specifically. Over or under 210 and a half passing yards. Excuse me, this is for Baker Mayfield, not Jalen Hurts. My apologies. Yeah, now I'm going to go over on this one. Um, I think he's going to have a harder time with the Eagles defense. We'll talk about that later. But both of their first two games of the season, quarterbacks went for over 300 yards. I expect them to try to air it out, target Mike Evans a lot. So with that low yard total, I think he can clear it. Let's talk defense for a little bit here. Does Darius Slay get a pass breakup? Yes, uh, Slay has four through the season so far, second most amongst DBs in the NFL. I mentioned Mike Evans tends to go up against him and Baker Mayfield tends to throw to him, so there will be opportunities to get his hands on the football. I suspect he comes away with at least one. All right, so that's Eagles and Bucks. We're going to check in with Dan and Laura out in Cincinnati to get you ready for Rams and Bengals in just a little bit later on here on the show. Swagoo, we got something special coming up next, though. Guys, you know it's BMB time, but today was a little bit different because we had a representation of a big man, but we also had a misrepresentation of us. See, this is what people think about us. They think we nasty. They think we don't do things right. We don't take showers. We don't bathe. That is disgusting. And that's what it looks like. And then you come and you really do nothing on this plate. So BMB was not well represented, but sometimes I got to knock us back down to earth because we are flying dope. I got three good ones coming up. DraftKings Sportsbook is an official sports betting partner of the NFL. And this season, new customers can bet $5 and get $200 in bonus bets instantly. Download the app and use code NFLY when you sign up. DraftKings Sportsbook, the crown is yours. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured... It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. NFL Live is brought to you by Modelo, the mark of a fighter. Bring in the new year, BMB. Man, I'm BMB. I'm BMB. 
that know we the best athletes on the football field. We are blessed with the hand of God. BMB! BMB! We do this for the money. Won't stop till I get me a bag. I'ma name him Hemothy Johnson the third. <laughs> Look at the big fella run. Somebody better block him. Excuse me, these are the brakes. Pick it up, pick it up, pick it up. Drinks on me, club on me. We be tired, but we be balling. Man, I'm B, I'm B, I'm bad. <laughs> the, the BMV, man, every week, every week I get excited to bring this segment to y'all. And this week we got more. We got a bunch of big fellas making plays, and we got a special one for y'all at the end. Let's go number one. My man Andrew Beck. Now, I made a rule that you had to be 250-plus to make BMV. Beck took a kick to the crib on the Jacksonville Jaguars. This the fullback, y'all. He told a return man, get out of the way, cuz. I need the rock. <laughs> then he hit the sideline and watch my man's speed. Look at 10. He don't want none because it's a BMB. <laughs> I can't tackle him anyway. Look at the wide receiver. Can't even catch us. He dying out of breath. High step and get to the end zone and act like we've been there before. Cover the ball up, turn around, celebrate with your teammates because that's what we do. My man, A.J. Epinesa. Did y'all see this interception? This was clean. It was a bunch of these uh, from Sam Howell, but this was the best one. Let me go up and get those, and let me get in the end zone. Another BMB trying to tackle him. Don't do that, BMB. Let him score because we need to have touchdowns scored on BMB. Stiff arm, put the ball to the outside near the sideline just in case we fumble. BMB, get out the way because you're trying to hate. Marcus. And last but not least. I'm going to high school. My man, Nicholas Romo, huh? Bishop Montgomery in California. Look at the big fella. He scoops and he scores. And he puts <laughs> it in the right hand. And he gets to the end zone. My man, Romo, I don't know if he can the Tony, but I don't care. He is a BMB in high school from California. Congratulations, my man. You made the best segment in the world, big dog. <laughs> a scoop and score. Nicholas Romo, Bishop Montgomery, California, baby. Let's get it. That's BMB for the week. High school and infiltrated BMB. Swagger, <laughs> you just made Nicholas Romo's life. That is awesome. And this is not a misspeak. Dolphins backup running back, Devon Achan, had four total touchdowns on oh, Sunday oh. as the team scored 70 points. Everybody did, baby. To the baby. Broncos. 20. That's right. It was an historic day for the Dolphins. They became the first team to score 70 points and gain 700 yards of offense ever. They're also the first team to score 10 touchdowns on offense in a single game. And they're just the second team with 300 passing yards and 300 rushing yards in the same game joining the 49ers in 2012 against the Bills. Broncos head coach Sean Payton was asked about being on the wrong side of this upset, excuse me, this blowout, and he uh, was not pleased. Him mad. I know that you said it's embarrassing, but this is kind of an historic game. I'm aware. Third time the team has scored 70 points over seven. What's the question? What's the question? How do you feel about it? I just finished telling you. Historically embarrassing. Next question. Mm. <laughs> All right, so uh, safe to say that uh, Sean Payton not pleased with his team's efforts or the questions after the game, Mina. Uh, what a day it was in Miami. What do you think it is that makes this Dolphins offense so scary? I, I have a point, but first I want to ask Ryan. When you watch the Dolphins offense, are you glad you're retired? Yeah, just, for sure. Like, I'm so glad Listen, the, the, when you look at not, that offense, you know ain't nothing you can do no way. Mm. You don't need to be out there. No, exactly. <laughs> 
Um, what, what struck me about this game, uh, besides all the very obvious things, the records and all of that, uh, is what Mike McDaniel has done this year with the run game, which was, I think, has been so far the primary evolution from last season, which shouldn't be surprising. He was the run game coordinator behind one of the most brilliant rushing attacks in football in San Francisco. Uh, but in this particular game, without Jalen Waddle, the, the way... He uses motion, wide receivers blocking to create favorable angles for his running backs, who of course have insane speed, is just such a nightmare to stop on the ground. It's why you see all of these Broncos second and third level defenders failing in their wake. And it matters so much for this offense because Miami uses more 21 personnel than any team in the NFL. That was the case last year too. When they do so, teams are too afraid to stack the box because they're so afraid of the passing game. So there's already a lot of space in the run game. If they can continue producing on the ground the way they have been, you're so compromised as a defense, there's really no good answers. This, is, this team is perfect, and it's set up perfectly. We look at Chris Greer, the general manager. He said, what was Tua great at in mm. college? He was great at distributing the football and giving people the opportunities to get yards after yeah. the catch. So let's assemble a team that looks much like that and also get him a coach in Mike McDaniel who finds ways to get these speedsters in space. When you think about what the Denver Broncos were faced with yesterday, there was no stopping it. Everything was multiple. It was creative. And he does a great job, Mike McDaniel, that is, <laughs> is making formations look the same way and giving you a different final look off of it. Everything that they do is built yeah. for explosive plays yes. without having to put their quarterback at risk of waiting for them to open up. It was an absolute drumming we saw yesterday, but it was beautifully done by a great head coach and also a play caller that's getting his quarterback in the right position. They've got third string running backs running yeah. for chunk plays left man, and right in the Mike White threw a touchdown to a man that changed his name to Chosen. Dude, two Tua had two touchdown passes with his right hand yesterday. He's a lefty. Hey, uh, Swagoo RC, excellent job as always here on NFL Live. Class is dismissed. You guys are headed over Monday Countdown, following us here on ESPN, SMP, RG3, and Shefty there as well. Hey, coming up next year on NFL Live, Joe Burrow is maybe going to play tonight. We'll get the latest from Cincinnati where Dan and Laura are on the ground. They'll give us the latest on Joe Burrow's status and whether we have any clarity. NFL Live is presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. 
Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. The Falcons and Jaguars are playing Sunday, October 1st at 9.30 a.m. Eastern in London. And they're also playing in Andy's room? That's right, it's the NFL like you've never seen it before. The live game will transform into the world of Toy Story in real time. You'll see the same action that's happening on the field, but in a whole new way. Join Buzz, Woody, and all their friends Sunday, October 1st at 9.30 a.m. on ESPN+. All right, Sanjay, that's going to be a fun one Sunday morning. 9.30 Eastern on ESPN Plus as the Falcons and Jaguars go head-to-head in the Toy Story Fun Day football game. Cannot wait for that. We have two games tonight, by the way, before we get to that. Jalen Hurts and the Eagles, they're 2-0. Baker Mayfield and Bucks also 2-0. Joe Burrow might play. They play host to the Los Angeles Rams. Speaking of Cincinnati, that's where we head right now. Where we find Laura Rutledge and Dan Orlovsky will be on the call for that matchup tonight. And Laura, you just spoke to Bengals head coach Zach Taylor moments ago. What do we need to know about Joe Burrow's status? Yeah, Field, the mystery just continues. Uh, Zach Taylor said to me, we're not quite ready to make the decision on whether or not Joe Burrow is going to play. He said, we'll try to do that in a couple hours, which if you're doing the math is like game time, Dan. So um, I think when, <laughs> when you think about all of this, I can't believe you just did that. I'm so mad at you. Um, I am shorter than Dan. When you think about all this, though, Dan, I, I think you have to live in a world, at least in one category, where Joe Burrow plays. How do we expect him to be limited if he's out there tonight? Yeah, well, first of all, I think Zach Taylor might want us to think he might or he hasn't made that decision yet. I think everybody in that locker room, certainly the quarterbacks, know if Joe is going to play or not. Living in the world where Joe plays, a lot of this offense is catch and throw, catch and throw. Kind of get it out, play point guard, you use Jamar and move him around, and there's a, a beauty in the simplicity of that. One of the best ways to handle Aaron Donald is the defensive tackle for the Rams Hall of Famers to get the ball out. So I don't think it's going to alter the Bengals' plan that much. Joe obviously has to be incredibly careful to not try to create and react. But I still think for the most part, they can play the style of offense that they want. He said he's comfortable inside the pocket, feels he can make all the throws. Quickly on Jake Browning, who would be making his first NFL start out here tonight if he goes, they can do the same offense basically, right? I think that plays to the strength of the situation is they can continue to just run their stuff and get into a lot of the RPO offense, and he can play point guard for the most part. I don't believe that they think that Jake gives them a better chance to win, but I think they believe that if he has to play and their defense plays up to the level that we've expected to, that they can win the football game as long as Jamar and T. Higgins play like number one receivers. Of course, we will keep you updated on all of this in the lead-up, but we have some other really important business to take care of right now. Our dear friend, Mina Kimes, her last show before maternity leave is tomorrow. And Mina, we are going to miss you like crazy. We wanted to just send you some thoughts, maybe a little bit of advice, too before you become a mom. <laughs> oh, no. Gonna miss you while you're on maternity leave. But I'm so, so, so thrilled for you and this new journey you're about to embark on. I really can't wait to tell this little guy how awesome his mom is. Knowing kind of one of the reasons why you wanted to become a mom now, even more amazing and congratulations again. While your son doesn't know it yet, he hit the parent lottery. He's so lucky to have you as his mom. This kid is so lucky to have you. You know we're gonna hold it down till you get back. We will not try to replace you because we can't. We'll miss the fact that you just make everything that you're a part of better. But we all get to be uncles 
and aunts to one of the greatest little babies in the world with one of the best mothers in the world. Make sure it's a D-lineman. I cannot wait to laugh about all the silly things that happened, trying to juggle all of this, to compare notes, and just to cheer you on. NFL Live ain't the same without you, but we know you'll be back. Much love. Is she crying? Yeah. <laughs> oh, you guys are the best, and you are my parenting role models, all of you. So we can't. Yeah, uh, we we're actually thunderstruck out here because uh, it's we got like an electric. Mina, congrats! Going we're gonna miss you. Which, by the way, is so appropriate because that would happen while we're trying to do something nice for Mina. Um, <laughs> either way, we. <laughs> <laughs> we love you so much, and we can't wait for this exciting new chapter for you. Just rooting it's you on best. so hard. Yeah, just make sure your text message be about personnel stuff. <laughs> <laughs> she might be a little busy, Dan. That much is for sure. Mina, oh, my gosh, we are all so thrilled for you. I guess we'll let you get to work for one last segment here and some game picks. Monday Night Football doubleheader. Let's start with the yeah. Eagles and the Bucks. Who you got? I got the Eagles. Uh, Baker Mayfield has played very well through the first two weeks of the season, particularly under pressure. However, I think the Eagles – oh, <laughs> I, I had the Eagles <laughs> – are a different animal on, uh, on defense. So, sorry about that. Uh, yeah, so I'm, I'm joining the rest of the crew and taking the Eagles. I think that the defense will be able to uh, put more pressure on Baker than he's faced thus far. And on the other side of the ball – I think um, those two wide receivers are going to give the Bucks defense some trouble. And then, of course, the Super Bowl rematch from two seasons ago. Rams, Bengals, who you got? Yeah, uh, this is really tricky, obviously, with the Burrow uncertainty, but I am going Rams here. Hopefully, yeah, it shows that. Uh, and it's not because of Joe Burrow. It's because of Matthew Stafford. He is absolutely bowling out so far this season, along with, of course, uh, Puka Nakua and Tutu Atwell. I think Sean McVay has done a fantastic job of calling this offense. I expect that to continue against the Bengals' defense. It's been a little bit iffy in terms of getting pressure. You know, Mina, if I was having a son very soon, I would strongly be considering Puka as a first name based off how he was carried my <laughs> fantasy squad in the first two weeks of the season. We all yeah. love you here at NFL Live. We are so thrilled for you and your family. Good luck with everything. You are going to be as great of a mother as you are an NFL analyst, and that is saying something. <laughs> Mina Kimes, the very best. We'll see you tomorrow here at NFL Live. Thanks, guys.